Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is your moderator and man in the booth, Quiet Storm and Norman. If you are new to the podcast, let me give you a quick rundown. We got two topics, ten minutes of discussion each. We do a few quick hits, and then we finish it all off with the segment you love to hate. The Jagoff of the Week. Okay, you all caught up? Good. Let us introduce our speakers. This man is so cool, the doctor slapped himself when he was born, Ron Russell. What's going on, y'all? Y'all already know what it is now. And this man once drank 15 beers in 15 seconds. That's a beer a second. Doubt him? Bet me. Justin J. War. I passed out for a long time after that. Now, fellas, I'm I'm sure you know what time it is, but for those who don't, it's time for the podcast. podcast. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, tonight's going to be a little bit different. We are discussing the Michael Flynn case, so we decided it feels, it, we feel that it needs a little bit more time, so we're going to give the entire 20 minutes time to have the discussion. We're going to take a break 10 minutes in, and then we're going to get into our quick hits. So you fellas ready to start this? Oh, yeah. I am ready, sir. Let's do this now. Let's let go. Us, let us partake of the debate. Let's go. All right, Ron. All right, so uh, look, we're talking about Michael Flynn today this is a big news story that has hit the airwaves and the media waves the news waves and your ear waves uh because we're coming into your ears right now folks and that's because uh let's let's do a little bit of history lesson first for part one okay so michael flynn who is this guy why should we care well i think we all remember when uh, donald trump surprisingly became president of the united states of america I don't. I think everybody was kind of shocked by this, um, and we're still shocked now, but not in a good way. So, Michael Flynn was tapped to be uh, Trump's new NSA director, uh, coming into the administration following the Obama administration. So, uh, Flynn is a fairly decorated, you know, uh, government official, uh, military experience, things of this nature. He's he was fairly well known for, uh, I mean, he's, he's fairly knowledgeable about his topics uh, and things of this nature is what people say about him. But the other thing that people say about him is he's a little bit on the shitty side. Have you heard similar things about this, Ron? Do you have anything to say I, about this? Yeah, this I've, ball? I've definitely heard uh, similar things about this gentleman. Yeah, he briefly served as uh, Trump's first national uh, security advisor. Uh, he took that role back in uh, November of uh, 2016. And um, yeah, that's right. National security mm-hmm. advisor, not NSA director. I got um, that wrong. So yeah. you already you already got me corrected. No, so that's good. no, no. Not, you know, dude, you know your stuff. This is not even a fact check. Just 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 telling what I know. And um, yeah, this is after he was hired in that position. This is after uh, President Barack Obama uh, reportedly warned Trump against hiring this guy, you know, sounded for uh, profound concerns. So that's a little that's basically okay, that thanks. shadiness that you that thanks, you, Obama. I'll, I'll pay attention to your advice. You know, <laughs> And, you know, and Trump said he'd re- have the cupboards empty. Uh, I guess not. Right, right, yeah. I remember when you made fun of me at the White House Correspondents' Dinner, Obama. Well, you, I'm not, you, uh, you gotta I'm not paying attention to your advice. Uh, well, <laughs> if, if, you, if you actually take my advice, you, you would actually have the government in a much better position right now. Okay, Obama, thanks. Uh, yeah, so no, you're, <laughs> you're right, though. 
You're right, though. That's that is uh, that is correct. So uh, national security advisor. So I mean, he only held that position for a very very short amount of time because 24 days. he was yeah 24 days. Uh, and the reason being is that he was uh, arrested for uh, what was he arrested for, Ron? Well, he was actually arrested. Well, he was uh, accused of uh, willingly and knowingly making uh, material false, fictitious and fraudulent statements to the FBI. Wow. So for all of you people who are laymen, uh, that means he lied. He lied. <laughs> he lied to the he FBI. Lied. He lied. Like, I mean, he lied. Okay, so that's like the big that's the big that's the big issue right now. So so why did he lie? So the reason look uh, okay, so there was a, a big thing going on. We we dealt with this for 3 years. Everybody was saying there was Russian collusion between the Trump campaign and the Russian government to help uh, sow seeds of misinformation amongst the general populace of America that helped Trump win the election in 2016 to defeat Hillary Clinton and uh, become president of the United States. This was the thing that the news media was ramming down our throats for three years. We spent millions and billions of taxpayer dollars on a special investigator, Robert Mueller, to investigate all of these things. Michael Flynn, among some other people, Papalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalapalap
uh, or a Russian ambassador to, I think it was like the U.S. or something of that nature, was uncovered somehow mm -hmm. or, or something. And then they decided to reopen or continue, not reopen, but continue the case against Flynn. And uh, they ended up finding out that he had some conversations with this uh, gentleman. I'll get his name in a bit. Uh, where he was basically so so Obama basically put some some restrictions or some new policies in place that were not favorable to Russia. Okay, and uh, basically the whole point was Flynn was telling the, this Russian guy, "Hey, don't retaliate in any major way, because." The uh, Trump administration's coming in, and we'll we'll do things a little bit differently. Don't worry. And then Russia kowtowed to that and said, okay, and they didn't uh, do anything major after that, okay? Um, yeah, so right here from USA Today, Pence announced that Flynn assured him the subject of sanctions the Obama administration imposed on Russia were not raised in his conversations with Kislyak after the election. So the guy's name was uh, Russian Ambassador Kislyak. Uh, and, and really the big thing, Ron, was that he he was like, oh, I I, I guess I, I lied to Pence and yeah. to the White House staff, yeah. so that's why really why they got rid of that's him. Like why. Trump didn't is, even really want to get is, rid of him. Is yeah, is the misleading information that he provided uh, Pence and his people. So yeah, that's. But, but but look at it, Justin. I mean, so I guess we go back to. Well, I guess we're gonna cover this later. Um, but kind of prematurely, you know, should he have you know been released? And it's like. Mm. We'll, we'll cover that, but you 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 did something that completely violated um, the trust of the president and vice president. Like you, I mean, right? I mean, he did. He so there is no question that he lied. True, because he did. Right, he, he definitely lied. Did lie. That is irrefutable. Mm -hmm. What is the major issue right now? is did he lie willingly or was he coerced, coerced. into a lie by FBI, FBI agents? And that is why they looked into the case again, and that is why they decided to try and, uh, you know, it's it's basically like if a police officer is dressed up as a hooker and they come up to you and they try and get you to have sex with him, and then right before you're about to, you know, as soon as you pay money to them for the sex, they be like, I'm a police officer, freeze, and yeah. you get busted. That's basically what they're they're claiming at this point, is that FBI agents were were uh, trying to basically, get him to lie so they could use him. It's some entrapment shit, basically. An entrapment, exactly. Um, that is the correct legal term, yes. Um, I, I just think it's a, at, a, at a certain point, Flynn, Michael Flynn is going to have to look at, I mean, to do it, all right. He has no integrity at all. You know what I'm saying? No, and no. You, and I mean, your highest rank is lieutenant general. You know what I'm saying? And which right. is very prestigious. You have entirely no integrity, man. Like none. So I think that alone. Yeah, I don't want to hear mean, anything he has to say. You, right, you can't I believe mean, it. You can't believe anything he has to say, man. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want him in the government, serving Absolutely the government anymore. Not. But now the question is, should he be jailed? And look, the whole reason why the FBI was trying to get him was because they found these new conversations with him and uh, Kislyak, and they're trying to get him on the Logan Act. Right. So a brief history lesson on the Logan Act. Logan Act basically, in summarization, says no individual private citizen can go and make deals with any foreign agent or government without the strict permission from the current United States government. So who was in, who was in government and power still at the time? It was Obama. And Obama had put on these restrictions, and Flynn told this uh, Russian ambassador Kislyak, hey, you know, don't retaliate because we're probably going to change some of the policies up and lift these restrictions on you guys, so just chill. 
And so that is the major issue. So they were trying to get the Logan Act. The Logan Act is has been around since 1790 when uh, France was trying to get the United States and President John Adams to help them in their French Revolution. And they're like, well, no, the treaty we signed was with the king of France, not you revolutionaries. So we're trying to stay neutral. The Brits were helping out the former kingdom of France. We're still, we were trying to build as a nation and restart commerce with both nations. The French were bombing, or not bombing, but they were um, uh, destroying our ships. They had a lot of goods on them. So this guy, George Logan, who was a Quaker from Pennsylvania, goes over, barters a deal with the French against the government, which was the Federalists. So back in the day, the Democratic Republicans and the Federalists were the two parties at the time. And the Federalists were in power, controlled both houses of Congress, and they didn't like the Democratic Republicans that sent one of their reps over, who was a private citizen, not even in Congress, to go make this deal, even though it was a good deal, which everybody kind of wanted. So they put in this act. It's only been used once to try and convict somebody before. So they're trying to get Flynn on this. That was the original thing, but they didn't get him. They were closing the case. The only reason why they even got him, Ron, was because he lied to them about the conversations in the first place. The, here's the first thing we should argue about. It really, was it even? Did he even do anything wrong in the first place? I guess we will never know. Well, I mean, I submit the question to you. Do you think him talking to the Russian ambassador about this was? I mean, I, they were not going to get him on the Logan Act. I mean, it's only. I mean, nobody's ever been. Yeah, you said. But uh, no one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, but do you do you think that that was wrong that he did that? Yes. So, go through the breakdown. Uh, so, 24 Days is National Security Advisor. He lied to the FBI. Trump tried removing the stain off of his administration because Michael Flynn violated the trust of the president and the vice president. Uh, Justin mentioned that three years, millions of dollars were spent to investigate Flynn and Russia. There was no material evidence. Was it a willing lie or a leading lie? And he ended it off, did he do anything wrong? So that was a great first round, first topic. We're going to spend the 10 minutes on the same topic, and we're going to go over it and really get deeper into the questions. But first, here's a message from our sponsors. Gloves. That's right, gloves. You need us for when it's cold, when you want to do the moonwalk, and when you're handling hot objects so you don't burn yourself. But now, you also need us to prevent you from dying. Who knew? We did. We're gloves. We knew our potential from the start but only some of you knew about it. We knew the whole time. We're also super fashionable and help with any outfit during the winter times or not. We know there might be some debate right now if we're helpful or not uh, in terms of helping, but what can it hurt? Yes, wash your hands thoroughly, of course, but if you can prevent even more stuff from getting on your hands, then you're way ahead of the curve. You get it? You see what we did there? The, the, the curve because of the... Anyway, we are here to ensure you look good while you stay well. So please, wear us. Gloves, we're here to help. Thank you, sponsors. Okay, fellas, let's get into the second question. I guess, Justin, I'd throw the question to you. Should he still be in jail right now? That is really the main point of contention now, isn't it? So, yeah, there's a couple of things to, to think about here, Ron. Uh, number I mean, I don't feel good about FBI agents going after a, 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 a government official or a 2B government official during a probe where they're trying to find Russian interference and collusion with the president, and they're targeting a guy saying, how are we going to get him to lie? What's even the point of us you know, 
talking with him anymore? What is the purpose of our investigation here? You know, let's let's make sure we don't look like we're playing games because the White House won't like that. Who was in the White House at the time? Obama. Um, you know, so we got to be careful here about what, how we go about this. You know, James Comey is directly involved. There's there's evidence now sh showing up that Obama was asking about these investigations specifically, trying to find out what's going on. I mean, it seemed like they were trying to entrap Flynn, get him to lie. So then they and, and it's it showed that in documents that Mueller and his team were threatening Flynn and his son that they were going to come after them for other things that they had done that were illegal, <laughs> some things in Turkey that were done, not registering as a foreign agent and working for that government in some cases. Um, you know, some other things that they were going to come down on him hard if they if he didn't flip and provide them information in their overall probe to find collusion between the Trump administration and, or campaign rather and and Russian uh, and the Russian government and Russian agents to, to, to flip the tide of the election in his favor. I don't know if I feel good about that as a as a citizen. I don't want our criminal justice institutions to be going after citizens like that. To, to try and use them against other officials or in a, in a potential sitting president. That, that doesn't seem to fit right with me. What do you think about that? I agree. Um, government officials going after dirty um, um, individuals in this case. I mean, Flynn is no Boy Scout here. Obviously, no, the no. F obviously, the FBI understood and understand that they have credible information that Michael Flynn is operating in uh, different ways where he shouldn't. Questionable conversations with individuals. I mean, if they're talking about collusion and they understand that there, there has been, they agree that there's been interference uh, with the election back in 2016 uh, from the Russians. Which they found. They which did they find found. that. Um, they are saying that they can't, they haven't found actual pertinent information that would uh, point that Michael Flynn has been colluding with a uh, Russian ambassador. I feel like or or the Trump campaign or the Trump Both. campaign. They couldn't find I, enough that's just to crazy. Is, really the actual I, language is that they couldn't find enough to to go for a conviction. So they, basically there wouldn't be enough evidence to convict in an actual court. Okay. Case. So so basically we're talking semantics. We're talking semantics. Right. Here. We're talking right. language. Right. That's what all this stuff is. This stuff is all it's just it's just basically a distractions and it's layered. Through bullshit. Um, should he be in jail right now? I'm not a lawyer, but this guy has been just just hearing the things that he's done as far as questionable acts. I feel like there's enough that he has done in the past to where, yeah, his ass should still be locked up right now because he I means the fact that he lied. Yeah, I know the FBI. We're going to discuss them as well. You know, uh, maybe individuals within the FBI should be investigated as well because they are trying to have people lie to, you know, uh, get information that would help them to bring down. Yeah, all, all of this stuff needs to be investigated. But I mean, hell, there's investigations that's going on in the White House right now, or there's things that we could say that should be investigated in the White House. I mean, right now. he did lie, right? He I mean, lied. he did actually lie, yes, so he twice. did break a law. Yes. Here's the thing, though. This is why they're letting him off. The, again, the reason why we talked about the Logan Act in Part One and the purpose of it is because they were trying to get him really on the Logan Act. But the thing was. There isn't enough evidence there to convict him on the Logan Act. So he was lying about having conversations with this Russian ambassador to protect him from getting 
convicted for breaking the Logan Act, but he didn't actually break the Logan Act. So he's lying about a crime he actually didn't commit. So then which, is he committing a crime? That's which, another com complication. So two negatives don't make a positive right. this shit. So take your <laughs> ass back to jail, dude. <laughs> I mean, shit. this is this is the thing. But then you got the all this other element about these FBI agents, right? You know, figuring out how to get him, now like get him. I mean, that, I mean, I don't know, man. But that's see, the thing that really freaks me out. They're looking into him potentially lying to bring down an administration. So let's look at what he's lying about. It's the collusion with the Russians, which we already know. So I feel like it just plays a bigger part, man. I just feel like they just haven't uncovered it or it's something that is hidden. There's a bigger piece of this puzzle. Michael oh, Flynn is a to small look, they're piece. They're continuing to look into that. Yeah, he is a small piece in the cog. I can see that. Should should FBI agents be, uh, should they get in trouble for, for this? Yes. Um, I mean, hell, man, somebody got to play by the damn rules, right? Like, if, if, if the top of our law enforcement get to play by these type of rules, then, I mean, hell, civilians like us, we don't stand a chance, man. If they want to just right. bend the rules like they do when they want when they feel it's necessary, you know? So it's like, nah, I mean, the fact that this is out, is, it's an it's a, it's, it's a outrage, honestly. Um, right, I mean, that's the thing. So if they if they go after FBI agents and find them and convict them for wrongdoing, then again, do you have to let Flynn out even though he, you know, committed a crime against not a crime? See, this is the stuff that's... What is justice in this case? Do you keep Flynn in? I mean, he's. I mean, he's obviously he's out and he's released now. So it does. But I mean, like, should you keep him in? But then have the other ones in? Like, how can you have both in this case? Doesn't make sense to me. No, it it, it doesn't. It doesn't make sense. But the fact that you know you have uh, people that have been prosecutors and uh, practicing law for a very long time. Um, here's a quote from Julie O'Sullivan, a former uh, federal prosecutor. She said, I've been practicing for more than I care to admit, and I've never seen anything like this. And now she teaches at uh, criminal law at Georgetown University. So, I mean, right. people yeah. are saying stuff that's like, I've never seen anything like this. So right there, that's a red flag. The fact that this man is just completely just, just walks out, of, just walks out like, Gonna, so do you think? Okay, so so I'm glad you brought that up. So is do you think you think Attorney General Barr is working more for Trump and his interests than for justice interests? I feel he is basically following the agenda of the president, uh, definitely. So whatever he's doing is to assist the president, and at the same time, he's going to go down for this. So basically, every, you know, just just uh, another scapegoat. Um, he is. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's... he's. But if someone was unjustly put in jail via entrapment, is that is not releasing him a truer form of justice when he didn't commit a crime in the first place? But, but to you, he, from part one, you said he did he, break the Logan Act. He, he did commit a crime. Okay. You think he did commit a crime from the Logan Act. So, so then you would say, just keep him in jail, and this say, is a travesty. I would say... He did commit a crime. He lied twice. He perjured himself. He lied twice to... to but did he break the Logan Act? Because that's the initial thing. The initial... He lied to protect himself from breaking the Logan Act. Do you think him speaking with the Russian ambassador was a break of the Logan Act saying, don't do anything, don't worry about these Obama restrictions, we'll, we'll take care of it later once we're in Yeah, I office. think that's wrong. 
I think he shouldn't have. Uh, yeah, I, I still think he broke the Logan Act. I think him saying stuff like, don't worry, don't worry about the restrictions. We'll deal with that later. That just goes with all the other kind of shady and just kind of suspect dealings that he's been attached to. Um, he admitted that he lied twice. And I think the fact that he admit that, I think that's strong enough to look into what, 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 I mean, his whole purpose, the fact that he lied so he don't go to jail for something else, that's just, I don't know, that's, that's just questionable right there. I mean, he's done things overseas, not, you know, you said, what, uh, applying to be a foreign agent. So, I mean, he's done things in the past that's questionable. I feel like if you dig deeper down his past, I'm sure, I'm sure you could probably find something that he has uh, done illegally and he could probably be, you know, sentenced well, to that's prison true. That's they true. They were threatening him already to try and do that. But here's a, this comes to the issue of the deep state because we're talking about FBI going after people. They were trying to get Trump the whole first term, this whole first term right. about Russia and all this stuff. They couldn't find anything. They were trying Which to use Flynn to go, to go after him. I, well, because maybe there wasn't anything. But then if, if is this not an issue? So. Like, for example, if this goes up to Obama, which they've already seen some correspondence where Obama wanted to know about this, do other heads need to roll? I mean, do we do we go for the whole truth? I mean, they're going to keep looking into this, but I mean, what happens if if we find out this is a bigger deep state issue than what it what it might have been on the surface? Um, if it goes up the ladder, let it go. Let it go up the ladder. I just think that making this uh, Obama Gate, I think that is just another distraction that the government is using right now because of the pandemic that's going on. It's just another way for them to throw out things just so that people can focus on something else. So, I mean, he can he can call out Obama and everything else. I don't think that's a good look for him. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I say take it all the way up the, uh, the you know, take it all the way up the flagpole if you can. And if it exposes whoever it exposes, then the public has a right to know, period. We're suffering. Flynn We're suffering mis- over here. We have a right to know what's going on. Mistake letting Flynn out or not a mistake? It's Last thought. Mistake. It's a mistake. I say, I say, not a mistake. Okay. You can't have FBI doing it. All right. So we're going to go through the, the run through. Uh, so when we brought up the second topic or the second discussion on the first topic, should he be jailed? Uh, should he be, still be in jail? Uh, Justin stated that it is not a mistake. Uh, a citizen, as a citizen, he does not feel good about the way this was done. Should the FBI f- be held accountable? And did he commit a crime for a crime he didn't commit? For Ron, he stated that he lied twice. He should remain locked up. This is all a layered distraction. There is a bigger piece in this giant puzzle. Well, that was a wonderful roundup for our, our uh, the rest of our discussion. Wonderful, wonderful statements from both sides. Now, it's time for a discussion from our sponsors. Podbean. Podbean is a podcast publishing and monetization service providing free and premium hosting packages for individuals and businesses. Podbean offers a user-friendly interface that integrates publishing, management, syndication, and analysis tools into an easy-to-use podcasting package. A web-based system, Podbean allows users to publish, manage, and promote podcasts in a point-and-click, blog-like environment requiring minimal technical knowledge. Podbean's share and embed tools make it easy for publishers to integrate podcasts into their own websites, blogs, and social networks, which include Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, WordPress, and many more. 
We here at JNR Media and the Chicago 60 love utilizing the easy interface, robust reporting, and integration plugins that allow us to continue bringing you the best content about Chicago and anything we think is worthy of note. And it's because of Podbean that we can do so. You can easily get started with their free basic podcaster service or migrate your way up to their business level product, allowing you to have multiple shows, a patron program, and advertising, all while being able to bring even more content to your fan base. Does Chicago 60 trust Podbean to bring you our content, so you should trust it as well? Podbean, the best place to get your voice on the airwaves. Thank you, sponsors. Time for some quick hits. All right. All right, Ron, let's go. Timer is a running topic number one. Right, That's so, from you, sir. Hey, man, you know what? I, I see the Bears just released their new schedule. Uh, what do you think the Bears could do this year, Jay? All right, yeah, so I saw, I looked at their schedule. Uh, I think the biggest issues are going to come from their division, to be honest with you. I'm not really worried. The biggest things that I saw were playing the Rams, were playing the Saints, and Teddy Bridgewater, NFC South. That's a, that looks looking like it might be a tough division, but I'm feeling good about the Bears with the new Foles or Trubisky. Uh, my prediction is 10-6. and six, We make the playoffs. Your prediction, okay. sir. Um, I don't know. I'm feeling a little good. I mean, their schedule look a little weak to me. And uh, I'm on my high horse, so I'm going uh, Bears 13-3. Wow, that is a hell of a prediction. All right, yep. quick quick hit. Uh, Ron, the Texas salon owner that got jailed for opening up her salon, she's uh, been released. How do you feel about that? Yeah, um, I think she should have never gone against the governor by um, just tearing up the uh, cease. Um, that citation, I think that's just, just wrong. Uh, it's illegal. I mean... I understand you want to keep your business running, but I mean, it's a national health crisis. I mean, you can't do that. I mean, you have a responsibility as a business owner to not only look after yourself and your employees, but you got to look after people that's coming in to, uh, you know, partake in your business, you know, customers. So I think this is a bigger thing. This is not about you. Everybody want to get back to work. But I mean, just listen to the professionals and the experts right now and do your part. I think you do that and you're going to have other people. She didn't even get she didn't even get arrested. I mean, she didn't even go to jail because she broke the law. She she wasn't found contempt of court because she just didn't apologize. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, just apologize. Wait, If she waited two more weeks, they probably would have opened up for her to do stuff anyway. This is a stupid story. This is stupid. You are 100% right. Just stay at home, you stay silly, home, silly lady. Yeah. Um, right. I see there's a ice cream guy, ice cream truck driver uh, in the news. Uh, you, you know anything about that, Justin? Oh, yeah. So this guy is an ice cream truck guy. He's do, running his ice cream truck around Hoffman Estates where it's illegal to even have an ice cream truck. And he had no gloves on. He had no mask on. He's handing out ice cream cones to kids. Somebody comes up, gives him some, some uh, gives him the business, and uh, he runs away. And Hoffman Estates says, this is against the law in our town. If you see this person, call 911. I mean, dude, what are you doing? This is stupid. Another stupid story. I can't believe we're talking about this. Ice cream guy. Yeah, get out Stay of home. Get out of Hoffman, get out of Hoffman Estates. Estates. They don't want yeah, you. Idiot. Jeez Louise. Forgot it. Ron, mm -hmm. Pritzker saying he's got five levels to open up the state. What do you think of these five levels? Will we ever reopen? We will, man. When we reach them five phases, uh, I support him all the way. I, I like what he is doing. He is, he is uh, complying with the uh, federal government, but he's going to make sure that people are safe first because that's the most important thing. So I like his five-phase uh, plan. Um, hopefully it does work. Hopefully we can all get back to a new normal, but I think that's the best way to go about it. Understood. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I looked at his levels. The only way we're going to get through his levels though, Ron, is if we find a vaccine. So 
Uh, no full opening unless there's a vaccine right. or a therapeutic. So that means he might shut us down for longer. I don't know how I feel about that. I'd like some semblance of normalcy to come back in some capacity. I got friends who are bartenders and work in hospitality. They need a job. They're out of a job right now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Do we wait for just a vaccine? I yeah, don't know, we wait. Man. I say we wait. So, uh, Ron, uh, Cutler, Jay, Jay Cutler is getting divorced from Chris and Cavallari. Uh, so, um, that's not even news I guess to it, me, Justin. I guess it didn't work out. Nah, I, guess I guess it didn't not, work man. out. You know, oh, dear. Hey, you know what? When it comes to grown men and their relationships, I try to stay out of them. <laughs> well, that's a good, that's a, that's a, that's a good, that's a good uh, strategy in general. But what I find, this is the only time I've actually liked Jay Cutler when he was playing for the Bears. I mean, he had a lot of talent. He was always, uh, you know, being remarked as being lazy. Yeah. She's saying now, oh, he's being lazy. He doesn't want to take a job as an announcer or anything. He just wants to stay on the farm and hang out with my kids. Wow. Oh, that's, wow. That's Shocking. His, that's, that's. Hey, he made $122 million, worked his ass off for a decade, yeah, and now right. she's like, well, now you're still not working enough to buy me. She wants money for a home, but she, she wants him to pay for it, even though she's got money to buy her own home. They already have several homes she could go to. Hey, man. She's worried it's going to get hostile. I mean, it's like, lady, I watched some of the, the show, her show. Jay Cutler wants none of that. I, I just, honestly, I've, I've never felt more in tune to Jay Cutler than watching him on this show because it's just hilarious. It is. She's, she's really not – I don't know. She doesn't seem like that great of a person to me. But, hey, you know. No that's, comment. That's, be, that's between them. They're putting their kids first. That's what matters most. But, uh, man, that's, that's some crazy stuff. And then, Ron, it was Mother's Day this past Sunday. Oh, yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Mama. Happy Mother's Day to all mothers, That's right. even as well to your mom, Norm. Happy Mother's Day to her Happy and to my mother's mom and all Mother's Day. Right. Happy Mother's Day to all the mamas holding it down. That concludes that version of Quick Hits. So, uh, Quick yeah, hits. guys, uh, it's now time for our favorite segment of the week. Yeah, man. And that is, of course... The, the Jag Off of the Week. All right, gents. We have a good one for this week. This week's Jag Off is uh, Trump's campaign manager, Brad Parscale. Parscales? Parscale? I don't know. It's some, some name like that. But this guy, Brad Parscale or Parscale or whatever his name, however you say his name. So uh, they've been formulating this huge campaign to try and get Trump reelected. And so I guess some people had mentioned uh, it was like, you know, creating the Death Star. So he uh, he embraced this moniker and this nickname for their operation for this campaign trail. And he's put out in a tweet that, uh, oh, yeah, we're we're. Uh, here we go. Here, here's the tweet. For nearly three years, we have been building a juggernaut campaign, Death Star. It is firing on all cylinders, data, digital, TV, political, surrogates, coalitions, etc. In a few days, we start pressing fire for the first time. What a, what what a, a jag off. What a jag off. I mean, dude, this is silly. Like, does he not know what happened he, to the Death he, Star? No, no, he never. He, he didn't sit for the rest of the film. People from the Biden campaign have been, uh, let's say, pointing out <laughs> what happened in Star Wars to the Death Star, and he's like, "No, it's fine, guys. It's fine. We, no, it's you fine. know, they keep coming. They keep coming back. It kept coming back. 
What, what, if, what if stupid, in his mind he thinks move. that they were actually the good guys? <laughs> like, they were just trying to make an economy with a bunch of jobs and build a nice city for everyone to live in, and then people kept coming up and blowing up their shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, and they you got guys... to wear cool outfits. <laughs> we would have order in all of this chaos if you just had let the Death Star exist, but you rebels and you Democrats coming in here ruining a good thing. This is ridiculous. You know, it's just silly. It's just a silly argument. He's a jagoff for saying and trying to even defend it. Like, dude, do you not think about what you're saying? No, in no way am I endorsing the Trump campaign or saying I want them to do things better or anything like that. I, we're, you know, we're not going to get into that, but. Just, just what a jagoff move. What a jagoff. I, I hope someone told him to go watch the movies, and he sat for the <laughs> weekend. And go, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Take down the tweet. Yeah, Take down the tweet. Show his face right off his Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know he's getting the the glared eye at this point. It's like, man, you know, there's a bunch of people in that office going, oh, my boss is an idiot. I could be campaign manager way better than this idiot. <laughs> what a tool. They know they, they were like they were like you know you completely use that reference wrong right yeah exactly uh, well now they're backtracking again and that is what is happening but uh, I think we can safely say what a jag off Brad Perscale you're a jag off and our jag off of the week yeah. well gentlemen that concludes another episode of the Chicago 60 podcast I want to thank. Uh, my uh, uh, my co-speaker, my Whoa. contestant, my combative individual, Ran Visa Man Russell. Thank you, very thank you, much, you know, for always, your wonderful thoughts. Always, and of course, good to be here. yes, and of course, thank you to Quiet Storm and Norman for moderating and giving us his thoughts in the summaries and everything else. Well done, Norm. Thank you so much for right. that. And I am your other contestant on the show, Justin J. War. Thank you for listening to our show. Uh, if you liked everything that you heard. Please leave a five-star review and so hit the subscribe button if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify. And if you check us out on YouTube, be sure to check out all of our comedy videos, previous episodes, and new episodes coming out by hitting the subscribe button and the notification bell. That way you know when new things are coming out. We have a bunch of new amazing content coming out very, very soon. And also, we on that social media, so check us out. We're on all the social medias. We're on the YouTube on the Facebooks, on the Twitters, on the Instagrams. We're even doing the TikToks and the Twitches. So check us out on all that. You can find out all that information in the description of this podcast. So go follow us and help us out there. We're very soon coming out with a Patreon program so you can help us out even more. So look out for that. And the Chicago 60 Podcast is a production of JN. Our media. So with that, gentlemen, that concludes this podcast. We have to end every podcast with our favorite phrase of all time. And that is, on the count of three, a one, a two, a three, bear down. And back the Packers. Fuck the Packers. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Don't be a dick. Be a Ditka.